you see the topics that I have here? No, I was not prepared for a recording tonight, so I did not go over the topics yet. You kind of spring it out of me at the last minute. So here we are. Yeah, great. Um, well, <laughs> well, we'll be so like, uh, it'll be so off the cuff. People won't even notice. <laughs> yes. Um, and we won't keep this part where we told them that I didn't do anything. Uh, so the, I guess I want to start with, uh, oh, uh, I guess I'll start by saying this is still in beta. We do, um, we do a podcast about video games, I guess. Uh, the, okay. So I want to start with this game called Tunic. Have you heard of this game? Uh, only from you, I think. Okay. I feel like it's, um, I, I don't see very many people talking about it, but it was, it was one of these things that was, um, I guess getting shopped around a lot. Well, maybe shopped around is the wrong word, but it was getting shown off at places like PAX and things. Um, and it finally came out this year. And I didn't really know what it was. I saw trailers and the trailers looked like, oh, I guess they made a low poly Zelda like that doesn't sound very interesting. And then I heard some people talk about it and I thought, okay, this does sound a little more like there's a little more to it. And basically the 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 short thing, the, okay, so it's it's kind of like they took the isometric idea of a Zelda, like Link to the Past, right? It's like they took Link to the Past and made it 3D, mm-hmm. but then added a bunch of, uh, or I say a bunch, they added a couple of like Dark Souls-y mechanics like stamina and... Uh, and you're dying a lot. And you're dying a lot and... Uh, uh, what are the bonfire things, right? Uh, and potions. And like, so, but that's kind of where the Dark Souls sort of thing ends is in that, well, I guess in, in a way, there's also like, um, uh, opaque mechanics that, become more apparent over time. So there's another aspect to this game that is there is a man there's an in-game manual. And if you can imagine like you rented Zelda from Blockbuster and you didn't have the manual, but then you started finding the Japanese manual. Uh-huh. And tried to like discern the mechanics of the game through the Japanese manual. Because there's all there's this like glyph language that is what most of the text is in. And I don't know I don't know I I'm not at a point where I understand how to like interpret it if it is even able to be interpreted. Um because the, it's not like it uses it's not like a direct uh, cipher. Cipher, like some, yeah. Yeah, there's some sort of encoding to it that is beyond just like a word, like a letter replacement or something. Uh, at least that that is how it appears. Because uh, some things will be like two characters, you know, and that's a, that's a sentence, right? For like, pick up. And I don't know... Uh, I don't know if that means like pick up or what, but anyway, there's a, so I found it really engaging and it's, it is a, it's also got, it, it kind of hinges on the idea of, you know how in you'd play Final Fantasy six or something and because it's a fixed camera angle, you could like go behind a wall and there'd be something special there. If you like hit the examine button to like pick up something, 
And it's like, oh, you found a special thing. That's the whole game. I mean, that's not the whole game, but that's like so much of what this game is like. You've got a fixed camera angle. And if you go behind this thing, that's a secret passage or that's a special thing or, you know. Gotcha. Does it do the Dark Souls thing of like the shitty, we're going to trip you up with a sneaky guy that's going to poke you if you go through this doorway and you can't see them? Uh, I only recall that happening once. I, it's a lot more forgiving as far as the combat goes than a Souls game. And it um, it is... Uh, yeah, it is more like a Zelda in the combat than it is a Souls game in the combat. Um, okay. The only thing being like, yeah, th- there's, yeah. Uh, anyway, it's it's kind of fun. Uh, I am, I, I have like three pages of like notes for some of these puzzles and things that are in the game. And I have like a folder of screenshots that I've taken. <laughs> Uh, and I'm not done with it. Like I, there's a couple, at least a couple of big puzzles that I've yet to, uh, find the solution for. And, uh, I think I know, I think I know how to solve one of them, but the next one is like, I just found out it existed. And then I, started to try some things and engage with it. And then like, it was so esoteric. I'm just like, I don't know what is happening in this room. (laughs) So I just left it and thought maybe later. Um, But it's, it's pretty, it's pretty fun. And it's not, um, it's got like the puzzles I feel like are, more of an oh wow like whenever you figure out how to like begin coming at them rather than a like you know you know like a bad (laughs) point and click adventure game where you just like have a rubber chicken or something and you have to like use it on you know it's not you're you're not like what or how dare you and you're (laughs) yeah like whenever i come to the to the solution of the puzzles i've always felt it's kind of like portal. Like I've always felt like, Oh, I'm, I was clever enough to figure it out. Not like you son of a bitch. Like that was the answer. Oh, except one time, one time when I, I didn't realize uh, like there was a couple of places where I didn't realize a thing was possible at all because it's like, I, w- I would say this game's equivalent of pixel hunting mm-hmm. where it doesn't look like an interactable thing and then you can do something at it and then it's like, oh, well, that was the key to let you continue going through the rest of this place. So, yeah. It's hard to talk about the game, though, without being like, like giving things away about it that should be discovered. So that is also a problem. But. Okay. Yeah, it's it's uh, it's pretty good. It's only thirty bucks too, so I feel like it's really worth thirty bucks. Okay. Are you still playing Elden Ring? Yeah, it's a long game, and I have to be very thorough and get every single thing uh, that I possibly mm-hmm. can. So uh, I am not going through it very quickly. I found a subreddit. So I knew that there was a subreddit called Hitbox Porn where people like show clips of you know really good collision detection in video mm-hmm. games and occasion like often there's some kind of like souls game where like the sword or something like rolls right above a guy's head and it's like really close to hitting but it doesn't and it's like oh man good collision detection but I recently found a uh, a the inverse of that called hitbox gore. Yeah, I'm gonna say that all of the times the uh the collision detection just like f- 
just like screws people over for, yeah <laughs> for cheating that's what and it's like i assumed most of the souls games material would be under <laughs> well yeah it's like loaded with souls game stuff it's just all over the place yeah i mean there's been like plenty life. of times where i'm like i'm like oh i'm gonna just this guy's trapped in this building he can't come through the door oh he attacked and shot projectiles through the wall and the projectiles hit me uh, yeah it's like loaded with with that that kind of stuff of, oh, you know, I'll just walk, I'll just walk behind this wall and the guy's giant sword like cuts through the wall six feet and stabs the guy. And he's like, well, all right. <laughs> or there's this one where the guy, the enemy starts to do this jump maneuver and the guy rolls out of the way and is like behind him almost. And the thing like in one frame now is like facing him and like tackles the guy. Yeah. And <laughs> that's the thing I've noted. Like uh the thing that I've learned about dodging in that game is that like the guy like the big monsters with like the big slow swings where you feel like oh he started his swing and he can't possibly change directions now. Except that they have the magic ability to just like rotate on their axis even though they're in the middle of the swing already which you never, ever, yeah. ever do, right? But, like, then it's like, I'm like, why? The guy's the size of a building, and his toward it, and he's, like, rotating, and he's not moving his legs, and he's just, like, turning towards me while he swings straight down. And, like, the trick is you have to, you, you can't pre-dodge anything. You have to, like, wait until the thing's about to hit you and then dodge it. Because if you pre-dodge it, it'll, like, track and turn and hit you anyway because it's an idiot yeah i think we talked about that last time but yeah it doesn't sound i mean i think there are probably it sounds like there are aspects of that game that are like very good but there are also a lot of things that are still I don't know. I guess the way that they're supposed to be, but it feels broken. Yeah, I mean, there's a whole bunch of stuff that's like super unfair. Like enemies casting the exact same spell as you, but they have 200 times the range with that spell that you do. You know, stuff like mm. that. Like, like I'll be just walking along and a guy casts like the, the very basic spell is Glintstone Pebble and a guy's like casting it at me and hitting me and I'm like, where the fuck is this guy? And it's like, he's so small. You can't barely even see him. Cause he's like up on a cliff and it takes you like three minutes to go get to where he is. And he's able to like reach you with that spell the whole time. Meanwhile, you can't even target him cause he's so far away. Like the tar- the, yeah. the targeting system won't even detect him, but he's still casting you the spell that like normally has not nearly that much range. Yeah. I mean, that seems dumb <laughs> but what are you gonna do i uh i not was talking to a co-worker earlier today who was recommending a video where they it's it seems like it's an in defense of from software's choices to be assholes about it everything and it was like trying to say that like that's that's the sense of humor of the game. I don't, that's, <laughs> that makes no sense. <laughs> like, uh, like it's, you're supposed to get to the point where, you know, you, you see a chest and you walk up to it and you fall to your death because there was a trap door that was not telegraphed in any way. And so you're just supposed to start laughing at that because that's supposed to be the funny part. Also, and also, I goodbye said, to the three million runes you had in like six hours of building that up for your next level. <laughs> yeah, I said, I said, well, I guess it could be a joke, a sense of humor, or you could call that from software's Stockholm syndrome. <laughs> you know, yeah, the point, the point at which you've you know decided, like, yes, I I do love my captor. Uh-huh. <laughs> I uh, I mean, the way that I look at it is. It's like you're playing Dungeons and Dragons where the DM is a total dick. And like you can't trust any doorway or any treasure chest or, you know, going around any corner because your fucking dick of a DM has put a trap at every single 
one of those spaces. So your job is to take is to be a dick back and you just take a step and say, is there a trap? And they say no. And you take another step. Is there a trap? And that's how you do it. And then like that's how the way I play the game is. Like I said, I just completely abuse how stupid the AI is with everything and how bad things like hitboxes are and stuff. And the fact that the one spell that I cast almost 90% of the time, uh, the enemy is so dumb that it pre-dodges my attack, but it continues to track and hit them. And so I am taking advantage of the same bad dodge system because I'll cast the spell that like fires three boulders at them. They dodge it before the boulders get anywhere near them, but because it's a slow cast, they've already wasted mm-hmm. their dodge, and now the AI will not dodge again, and they'll just get completely hit by it. And it's the best spell in the game. Don't use any other spells. You're dumb if you use other spells to the end. <laughs> and it throws rocks at people? Yeah, it, it's like it's, best, it's a spell. It's like a moderately cost price spell. It throws three rocks at them, most enemies, once you hit them with like two or three casts of it, they'll double over and then you can go stab them in the eyeball with a dagger and finish them off. Like, uh-huh. there's no reason to use other spells. I've gotten so many spells in this game and I compare them all to that one and they are all lacking. <laughs> well, great, I guess, <laughs> you know. No, no, no. I'm sorry. There is one other spell that is useful in like some of these situations. And it's one that like you cast down a big area of effect cloud that just does damage over time because uh, again, enemies are stupid. And if you're standing like on the other side of a doorway, they're too fat to go through or on top of a ledge that they can't reach you at, they'll still try and get you and you just drop the cloud of death on them and they'll just stand in it and take it. And it does way more damage per mana. If you can, get them in the cloud the whole time than the boulder spell. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I see. Yeah. It just takes, it's just over time. Yeah, you just have to sit there a little bit longer. But you're sitting there just like and watching them, watching them slowly burn to death in acid in the magic cloud that you've summoned. I'm, you can't stand in it, right? Like it'll No, yeah, you. it'll damage you too. So you just got to make sure that it's, you know, in a spot where you can trap them in a doorway or, or something. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that I use those two, and I use Glintstone Pebble because it's so cheap. So there's some enemies that are so weak, you can just one-shot them with that spell, which is like one of the cheapest ones. So like, I, I, I only use three spells, and I just, I'm kind of a little depressed that like everything else is so crappy, but uh, I, know, I know it works. Yeah. I, I really, I kind of get disappointed about games that do that, where there's where I feel like, okay, I found a real, like, I guess the problem is games that support really, or allegedly support really different play styles, but then you find every, you find the, the game in general so boring that you're like, I'm just going to be efficient and I'm just well, going to use this one thing. I, I mean, know. I guess there's other play styles. Like maybe, maybe if you're doing PvP or something, you might have to like think and do stuff but like uh i feel like the game right now as it is like supports this extremely degenerate play style that i've developed more than anything else uh i've also heard from some other uh game podcasts that like uh they've been doing a bunch of different patches so like it it'll really drastically change how boss fights are like patch to patch. Uh, I I was told that like so. There's this one boss called Radon, who's like some kind of like demigod guy. Like he's one of the bosses that drops one of the greater runes, which is only like five of those, I think, maybe four. But um, so I got, I went and fought that guy. I guess it was after the patch, and uh, I the, mean the patch that nerfed him, or the, the patch, patch that the patch him? that nerfed him. I guess it was uh-huh. after it nerfed him because compared to like some of the other fights, like there, I mean, I've had like just 
regular like normal enemies that were harder than this guy like it took me three tries and the first two it was like okay he's out in this middle of this desert like really really far away and he's shooting these arrows at you and so uh-huh. like step one was just what's the time you did dodge the arrows you can't pre-dodge because they track murmur and uh so it was like okay right before it gets to me i hit the roll button all right now i've got it figured out and now i just have to get to him and then uh-huh. um there's like allies you can summon to help and so i just like summoned all the allies and they ran up and were tanking for him and i just threw my racks at him till he died and <laughs> i mean i was so far away from him because again the rock spell has the second longest range of any spell i found in the game uh just hit him every time and i just cast it and drank potions until i you know when i ran out of mana and i kept casting it he never really came after me because he was so distracted by all these other guys and i just like uh-huh. stood away and killed him it might have been the hard version i don't know but that was that was my experience <laughs> i mean honestly he could have done infinity damage but because he never attacked me i i uh didn't think about it I will say, anytime he hit me with those arrows, I died in one hit. So I assume any attack he ever made against me would have killed me, but I just avoided all of it. So hmm. who knows? Well, I uh, found out that the, apparently they're already making another Kingdom Hearts. But why? Because the story wasn't yeah, done? I don't know. Was the story not done? I can't tell you if the story was done or not. I finished three and apparently there was DLC for three that I never played, which I thought, where does the story go from here? I already have no idea what's going on. (laughs) I, but wait, there's more. Yeah. Like I read, uh, God, I've read like two or three summaries of the story because like, perhaps you know the majority of the story like the majority of the development of the story for these these games has been done in mobile like phone games or uh stuff for like the psp so like the systems that nobody owns and the games that nobody played like not the major big console ones that all all of the actual here's what the story really is in the background was told in these supplemental apps and shit Yes. Ah, yeah. fantastic. That uh, makes a lot of sense. That's like watching the show Heroes and having the entire story take place in like the comic website because it was the fucking 2000s <laughs> and that's what people thought we wanted as an audience. Uh-huh. Yeah, I want to go read on something else, a TV show. Thanks guys. Yeah. The two, the early 2000s was definitely about what was it, transmedia where it was like, yeah, where you, you know, you want to exp- like the like remember the Matrix? And they said, you want to experience the whole thing of the Matrix? Well, here's a set of short films. Here is a video game. And here is a series of comics. Right. And that's. Yeah. And then like, and then like you if can... you got really into Lost, you had to actually go sign up for the Dharma Initiative and get shipped off to some island. Like, that's why I don't understand the ending still. I didn't take part in that. Yeah. Well, the, I, that was a suicide cult. <laughs> So nobody learned the the real meaning of the ending. Uh, well, I th- I feel like we all learned the real meaning of the ending, which was which was the writer strike ruined the show. Abrams. Oh, right, yeah, yeah, there's that too. <laughs> but no, my I think never trust J.J. Abrams is a better is is a better lesson to be learned, and I should have learned it on Lost. Like I watched that show mostly because it was such a train wreck, and I. I didn't even watch the first season, the one that everybody liked. I started on season two and, and just like, I think I asked you like, what the hell's going on? There's a button. And, <laughs> and, uh, cause season one was here's, you know, here's the polar bear on the Island. And the smoke at the end monster. of season two, there was, there was, oh yeah. And there was the smoke monster. And then at the end of season two, they found the hatch or season one, they found the hatch, right? I, I guess. Sure. Yeah. Uh, cause season two was where I started and they were trying to get into it. Uh, and that's when they like found dynamite someplace else on the Island from like a old pirate ship and somebody blew up and I laughed. 
but the anyway what was i talking about jj abrams uh-huh. so he's terrible what and <laughs> i mean the star watch- trek movies he did made sense i understood what was happening yeah. in them okay yeah I'll, I'll give you that the star trek movies he made didn't make sense <clears throat> and what was that other one super eight but i mean that was just goonies with a monster Super 8's probably the the thing he's done that I like the most. Um, probably because it was both E.T. and Goonies. But, uh, oh, Fringe. Here's the thing. Everything J.J. Abrams does has time travel in it as well. <laughs> so, like, Lost, Fringe, uh, the Star Trek movies, all have time travel. That is true. And lens flares. Lots of lens flares. Yeah, although he's he's kind of backed off the lens flare thing. <laughs> Maybe it's just he people made too too fun of him too many times. And he's like, fine, nobody gets any lens flares anymore. None for you. <laughs> I keep in all the lens flares for myself. So he just has director's cuts of all of his movies and stuff where he just puts in a bunch of lens flares and posts. Yeah, Fringe, Fringe. Uh, uh, yes, yeah, so one of my friends was watching Fringe, and I, I think they were on like the second season, maybe. They were they were at the season with like the alternate universe versions of people. Maybe that was the third season. Uh-huh. And I was like, I was like, oh, so you haven't you haven't got to the part where it gets weird yet? And they're like, what? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because season season one is like, oh, is this the X Files? And it's monster of the week stuff. And then there's like, oh, but is there some looming overarching? you know, shadow thing controlling all these monsters of the week. And then season two, they go, what was season one about? I don't know. Multiverse. And then they're like, yes, it's infinite universes. And I guess season three, they were like, infinite universes? No, it's just universe A and universe B. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. And then after that, it just, that's when it went off the rails was after that. Then it's like, no, no. The show's going to be all about these crazy future people that eat pepper. Oh, yeah. Well, and those people were like in season one. You know, they were like weird background things. And it was like, oh, there's that weird bald guy again. Right. That was the that was the thing that like made you suspect that like there was something else going on. And then it's like, what? What are these people? Uh, (laughs) Like, oh, uh, (laughs) yeah, pretty much every golly. That show sucked so much. Like. (laughs) <laughs> because do you remember the like ghost typewriter typing messages from a parallel dimension no i do remember the episode with the ghost lady that saw her ghost husband and it was going to cause the universe to collapse or something because they wanted to be together yeah, probably but then they were just all they were just they were just universe a and universe b people and they alternatingly lost their their spouse. Oh, and so then they were like, yeah, it's fine. It's fine if we hang out together, honestly. <laughs> no, it was one of those you have to let oh, them go bullcrap okay. ones because oh, they died and I'm yeah. sad. Which which I think it would have been much more interesting if it was both the wife and they both lost their husband and then she's just seeing ghost herself and she's like, "What the fuck <laughs> is this?" That would have been a lot more interesting. <laughs> yeah, they're both just like, "The hell? What the hell?" yeah and it's so and then they're like you have to let yourself go and they're like what what does that even mean i just don't want to stop seeing this ghost of me (laughs) and it's just like what they both kept yelling get out of here at at each other and like that's the the episode just ends with them shouting get out of here get out of here no you get out of here this is my house (laughs) as the camera like pulls back yeah yes and then there's the pepper guy like writing down his squiggles in his Mm -hmm. little notebook i love was it pep? Was it like ground black pepper? I don't remember. Was it black pepper or just spicy food? It was like cayenne pepper. It was like cayenne yeah, pepper. Like, I like I, I like really spicy foods. Isn't that quirky? And that means like I'm gonna mash it up and put it in my yeah, cappuccino. And it's like that means nothing. Like when you find out later that they're just humans from the future for some reason, and you're like, wait a minute. Yeah. What the hell was the what, what why was do the they, pepper? Why do they thing? need to eat spice? And then yeah, what what does yeah, that happen? And, and then when like it cuts to oh god, oh god, then we're also why did they invent that stupid squiggle language? That seemed like unproductive, right? 
It's like they were supposed to be aliens, and then they were just like, meh, we'll just make you yeah, future people. Yeah, they were like... Well, that's the thing about J.J. Abrams, is he'll introduce a mystery box and be like, oh, you figure it out. And then they don't. Like, they never do, you know? <laughs> or they they just go like, ah, boy, this is just not going to be satisfying, so let's just not make it satisfying in any way and say they're from their people, <laughs> they're humans from the future, and they're trying to solve their problems by making them our problems, I guess. <laughs> and then he's like, that's not what I wanted. Yeah, like, what? You should have been here. <laughs> uh, God. Yeah, because then, then like season four or five, they send the. They they find out that like the machine parts they've been digging up were were from sent from the future people into like thousands of years into the past but they were built specifically for the Dawson's Creek kid. And then they shove him in it and he like bridges the universes. Remember that when they had the universe bridge and then like uh, both sides could like travel back and forth freely through that gate in the weird nexus of things. And then they had to have universe cops. And that's what, what's your face? The blonde lady who was a redhead in the alternate universe for some reason. And also he got both of them pregnant, I think, didn't he? I don't know. Or at least he definitely, I think he definitely had sex with both of them. Yeah, I think that's, because he was like like an interdimensional slut. Yeah. And then I guess they killed him or did he just travel in time? I don't remember. Oh no, because he was there in the last season. Because didn't they have the baby? They had the baby. Yeah, I just yeah. the last season had all of them, but like I think the old guy was like crazy. He was always crazy. Yeah, but I mean he was like like useless crazy. Oh. Yeah, maybe. I, I can't remember. But Spock was in it, and then he died. Cuz he died in real life and so they had to kill him in the show. Anyway, Fringe was terrible. Yeah, I'm I'm glad you're like willing to completely spoil that show for anyone, but not not the uh, the video game that you just started. Oh, because the, the video game's good. Like, I want people to enjoy that. <laughs> if anything, it's like fringe. This is like my cautionary tale of just like how bad because you start season one and you might think, hey, this seems like an OK show. Like it's it's kind of got a little X-Files vibe. They're doing some weird monster stuff. I could get into that. And I'm here to go. No, it only gets worse and not in a fun way. Yeah. Don't get sucked in. Don't, don't, don't hope. (laughs) That's my warning. Don't hope. It's not worth it. You're going to get still. We both watched all of it. Yeah, because I've got a problem and it's that I have to finish things sometimes. (sighs) Ah. Yeah, like I watched that whole. Remember, I told you that Guardians of Justice show on Netflix. And yeah, you're like, yeah, I it looked terrible. I, I and, couldn't even get past the intro for it. Like the preview that that comes up was just like, this is the best. This is like the only chance you have to sell me on this, and you're showing me something that looks completely terrible. Yeah, that show. I don't know. It was drugs, is what that show was, and I. It, it was only eight episodes but they also had like weird like sequel bait at the end of it that was i'm just kind of like well i'm pretty much done with this but i so completely hope that the sequel bait was just they said the end with a question mark that's man i wish it was like that but the thing about that show is it was i looked up the guy that adi shikar or something like that and he's an animator it looks like and so the the visual style of the show change it's like did you ever watch cool world yes unfortunately (laughs) so you know in cool world how there's no coherence to the visual style of the show of the movie and how it's like real people and then because they're not who framed I, Roger Rabbit? They put real, yeah. I thought it was just a, I thought it was just sexy Roger Rabbit. I thought that's what Cool World was. Yeah, yes and no. Like it's clearly, I mean, didn't it have Matthew Perry in it. Uh, no, it had Brad Pitt. Oh, Brad Pitt. Yeah. I'm sorry. He was kind of like the Matthew Perry 
like back then. He was, he was, yeah. I don't know why I thought it was Matthew Perry. It makes sense for the time that the, that the movie came out, but yeah. realizing that it's Brad Pitt who went on to have like a career is like, oh man, how did you recover from this? But yeah. But he was trying to look like Matthew Perry because Matthew Perry is more famous than him at the time. I would not doubt that. But also he was supposed to be from the 40s. And so he was legitimately supposed to look like he was from the 40s, not Matthew Right, Perry. but it was the 90s and everybody had that, it's from the, four, I'm from the 40s. Like it was like, for some reason, James Dean was popular in That's the 90s true. and people wanted to look like him. It's like, what? Yeah. Well, that just reminded me of, uh, oh, geez, that... Well, no, that was Matthew Perry from 90210 looked like that. And uh, also the guy from Clueless, the gay guy from Clueless. Yes. Yeah. See, that's why I got it confused. Yeah. Okay. It's an easy, it's an easy mistake to make. Well, anyway, so, you know, so that movie, and you probably don't remember, I've, I watched it more recently because I was like, I had a sick day or something. And I'm like, oh, this is on Amazon Prime. <laughs> I guess I'll watch it. Because <laughs> I, I had never seen it. And I regretted every minute of it. So it's terrible as well. But it it is like they couldn't afford to do like a fully animated backdrop for whenever Matthew Perry was in. Not Matthew Perry. Whenever Brad Pitt. Look what you've made me do. <laughs> Brad Pitt was in the cool world. And so it was just like bad, like community theater sets of like hand-drawn cardboard cutout props like like set up so that it uh, had the appearance of being animated was it right? was it like that like that one animate... music video with uh uh th- two steps forward three steps back oh crap i've already forgotten her name opposite to track you know who i'm talking about oh you mean the one with the cat yeah uh yeah um not glorious to find the, the one that was in the reality shows not, or that was in like American Idol and stuff. Yeah. The dancer. Uh, yeah. She was the judge on American Idol. Everybody. Paul Abdul. Paul Abdul. There you are. Everybody else was like screaming the name at us. Just listening. <laughs> like it's Paul Abdul. Yeah. You idiots. Why don't you know? Yes. The Paul Abdul video kind of had that same look. Oh man. Okay. <laughs> now I've got to. You got to confirm it. Yeah. Oh, yeah, there's that weird cat. No, see, this is not the same look. It, it's just like 90s hip-hop video background. It's like a, <laughs> it's like the set of a living color, you know? <laughs> it's like that. And then she, they do put her on an animated background. Yeah. But, yeah, that's actually animated. So, yeah, no, this is... Supposed to look like a uh, a backdrop for you know how they have like a background and then they do the cell animation on top, uh, right? Okay, so okay. It's, it's it's a set to make it look like the backdrop for the cell animation, and then they put the cell animation on top. So, so you're saying it's Brad lower Pitt budget? It's lower budget that. than a Paul Abdul video. That's what you're telling. It's lower budget than a Paul Abdul video is what I'm okay. saying. Okay, and then, um. But they also do these weird things where they just like show characters to, I guess to remind you about cartoons, they just have animated characters like flying around in the foreground. <laughs> like it's not, it's not happening. It's not happening in the world that they're in, but it's happening kind of as, uh, I don't know filler i guess but it'll be people having like an actual actual dialogue and then suddenly like characters will like fall down onto the screen and one of them farts or something and then they like move off or so and it's just is it like, like those, what is happening is it like those weird like flash ads that they had on on broadcast tv for a while where they'd like you know little thing like of like steve urkel would come up <laughs> And he'd be like yeah. getting chased off screen by, by uh, Carl, Winslow. Carl Winslow. I was gonna say yeah, yeah, Carl Winslow. Yeah, would like chase him off screen. like something stupid like that. Where it's just like yeah, it, yeah, it's like that. It's like those little like bottom third gags for like up next is home improvement, and it's you know 
some gag in the corner. It's <laughs> like that, but it's all over the screen. They never did that for Family Matters. Like, that show was way off the air after that kind of crap started happening. <laughs> that was like the last yeah. ditch effort to like try and try and get force ads upon people after TiVo like became a big deal and everyone was skipping skipping things. Yeah, but ex- they were only like they weren't real ads, you know. They were just kind of like coming up next. I, I know. I'm 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 honestly I'm honestly surprised. Like I I feel like they were like tempted to have like a tampon ad fly up down there and like make you see it. But I think they just decided, like, no, that's too far. We can use this to advertise our own crap, but but no, they'll definitely all stop watching TV if we do this kind of move. Yeah, I think if I saw, a, like, a pad come up in the bottom right and then blue liquid fall from the top of the screen, I would be, I would be immediately out. I would, right. <laughs> I would change the channel, and I'm like... No thanks. Yeah, like I like if I feel like if I saw Papa John's face pop up in the lower right corner and like and like a pizza and he'd be like, "You get this disgusting pepper with every horrible slice." And I'd be like, "No, get out of here." Yeah, I can't believe they still do that. They still put that nobody likes the pepper either. I don't know anybody who eats it. Or are you supposed to eat it? <laughs> or is it like a garnish? I, it's a garnish that ruins the crust on whatever pizza slice it's next to. That's all I know. Well, yeah, and it and it stinks the whole box. Yeah, especially if you put it in the fridge. I, I guess maybe maybe that's just to try and distract you from how terrible Papa John's pizza just is on its own. Because then you're yeah. then you're just like, oh, that pepper ruined it, and then you're like, no. If you take the pepper out, they'll just know it's bad. I don't mind Papa John's, but then. I said it before. I'll eat almost any pizza. I know you're like a pizza whore. You'll just have whatever pizza you can get your hands on. <laughs> I feel like I had bad pizza recently. I feel like you'd remember that. Seems like that would be some traumatic shit for you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, I did bring up Mazio's to somebody before. Like not too long ago. Oh, that's what it was. I was visiting family. I was visiting Anna's family in Arkansas. And they brought up like going to Mazio's down the road. And I said, I said, I'll tell you this right now. There's very few pizza I won't eat. But Mazio's is one of those. <laughs> Mazio's is one of like the only pizzas I will not eat. Yeah. So that's Kingdom Hearts. Right. <laughs> that's, that's what we're talking about. Yeah. Uh, so, so there's something, there's something that's alluding to a new Kingdom Hearts. So this is a, is like a, no, it's straight up a trailer for Kingdom Hearts four. Oh, wow. Yeah. That also kind of blew my mind that it's a sequel. It's a numbered sequel and it hasn't even been 10 years. And they're like, yeah, oh, here's and like to the point that they've even got a, and, they've, uh, they've got a, a trailer for it. That seems pretty impressive to me. For all I know, that trailer was the like secret hidden movie at the end of three that I never got. Uh, but I don't know. Maybe it isn't. But also, I don't remember. I don't know what was happening at the end of three. Like there was a bunch of keys flying around and every character was a character I didn't know. And Sora was gone. I don't know where he went, but I wasn't playing as him anymore. And so then it was just like, who the hell is this? Who is this? Who are these people that I'm fighting now? Who is this guy that's the villain? Who are they locking up? You know. Like there's not there's no clarity to like who what was happening at uh-huh. all. And I felt like Kingdom Hearts 3 was for not fans of 1 and 2, but like all the weird extraneous like it's so they they just they dropped all pretense of the whole like, yeah, we're it's Disney stuff, huh? Like it's a weird Disney worlds, and you gotta save okay. them. And then it just okay. Became, so I, I'm not gonna watch that video, uh, but I read some of the comments below it, and it's amazing. I feel like all of the comments about this video are about how Kingdom Hearts is trying to go live action, and then like shitting on Disney because all of their intellectual properties are now live action as well. Uh, So I think that's pretty good. (laughs) 
like, like you're going to have to go to the live action versions of all of the uh of all of the different worlds now where are you seeing the good comments because all of these <laughs> comments i'm reading like really like <laughs> this trailer i don't know i uh, i think you have to sign up for youtube shitty where they just shit on everything I thought that was just YouTube, but I guess I'm wrong. Yeah, so I don't know. He's he's in not Tokyo or something in that trailer, and he fights a shadow monster, and that's Kingdom Hearts. You know, there's a bunch of there's a bunch of vague talk about worlds and light and uh, hearts, and you know, could mean anything. At the end of the day, you're just kind of hitting hitting square a bunch on a <laughs> on a big thing, and then uh, you're like, and getting mad at Donald for not healing you enough. Well, at some point, they just go away. Like when the when the boss fight's big <laughs> enough, they like they aren't even there. It just bails. And it's just, and it's just you. Yeah, like it's just you sitting there smacking a guy for twenty minutes as he shifts through like five different forms, and you're like, I guess. You know, now hit triangle. Sure. Uh, that'll trigger this cutscene to happen that I'm supposed to be having uh-huh. a fight for. <laughs> you know? Uh, now I'll, you know, now I'll change into the, you know, the guy from uh, Lilo and Stitch and, or, I don't know, fly around and shoot. You should have stuck with a. You should have stuck with you the know, show that you know. Buzz Lightyear. You kind of remember better, I think. <laughs> well, yeah, I was trying to think of like some off the wall. You, like, like you summon the horse from Tangled the... and he goes around and he uh, just leaves. On, it doesn't help. <laughs> <laughs> you summon the horse and he just goes, yeah, I'm a horse. Uh, <laughs> good luck. <laughs> We're all counting on you. Yeah, I don't know what... They've retread a bunch of Disney properties. You know, like you... I, I think every single one, you've been what? to a Beauty and the Beast place, right? Yeah. Um, d- d- did three have Frozen in it? Yeah, it did. You basically play the whole oh, movie. Okay. Okay. I, 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 I just couldn't remember if it came out before or after Frozen. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It. Uh, so wait, wait, did we have Moana in it? No, I don't think so. Okay, so Moana will be in four. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, what else has Disney done? Uh, I, I like would like to believe that Aliens will be in there because Disney has bought Fox, so they have access to aliens now. Um, I expect the Marvel Universe to be in there somewhere because they bought that. I expect there to be a Star Wars world. Uh, I think they should just go all out and go with everything that Disney has bought so that we realize what a massive monopoly they are. Uh Uh... There should be a Simpsons level uh, where Bart becomes your companion. And the end boss at the end is Lisa because she always kind of becomes a horrible, like person in a lot of the episodes. Like, like I, it's very frustrating. Like Lisa is actually the worst Simpson because she pretends like she's a good person, and like in all of the like more recent episodes, like the more recent episodes, anytime where like Lisa, you know, faces any kind of challenge or adversity, she becomes a terrible person and does awful things. <laughs> So she's she's actually worse than Homer and Bart because she pretends to be like good and moral, and then she's like does shitty stuff too. Oh, yeah, she used to be the like yeah. voice of reason among the insanity. Yes, she she was supposed to be like the conscience or whatever, right? But yeah, yeah, no, like you know, I I mean, I guess yeah. I, you think about the episode with like you don't win friends with salad. And like Homer and Bart were the were being the jerks about you know her sort of moral <laughs> stance on eating eating meat, but uh-huh. um, 
Yeah, but she wasn't like. I guess she was a jerk whenever she like launched the pig into the space, but. <laughs> but in other episodes, she was supposed to be uh, the alternative to the like satirical American perspective, right? Uh-huh. Uh huh. But now she's become the over the top moral authority. Is that what it is? Well, or? I think, yeah. Well, it's, yeah, yes, basically. Weird. So she's gone from being kind of preachy to just being a bad person. <laughs> well, being preachy and then two-faced about it. Oh. Right? Like, whenever whenever it's her job to make the right choice, she doesn't. It's kind of how they've changed it. Oh. Anyway, don't watch The Simpsons. It's not good anymore. They should stop. <laughs> they should stop at... Uh, I mean, it, it's it's going to be like... 2029 will be 40 years, mm-hmm. right? Will it? I think. In 2029, because it came out in... 1999 or 1998? Uh-huh. No, 1989. That's when it came yeah. out. Anyway, yeah, that'll be enough. They can stop. They should. They should really just stop. They're, but they're not going to stop until like one of the main Simpsons characters dies. Yeah, it would have to be. It would have to be Bart or Homer. I think <laughs> they would just replace Marge. Is that what you're I think they would me? replace Marge? And I think if Lisa died, they would just write her out of the show. And replace her with somebody else. <laughs> She's just gone to college. <laughs> yeah. She's still eight, but she's gone to college or however old she is. Right. Yes. Yeah, I don't. I don't think I've really seen any episode of The Simpsons post. Season like 13 or 14. Yeah, that's that's good. That's good. You should that's a good place to stop. Yeah, I think I surprised myself realizing how uh like what season you only move twice was in or you is that it what it mm-hmm. is? I think so, yeah. yeah. The Hank Scorpio episode. Yes. Yeah, season 8, like the best season. Still the best season. Um yeah. Yeah, I don't know if they haven't really integrated other outside Disney produced like Disney branded things into the the games. Like yeah, they've had live action stuff, just... but they haven't had like Marvel or <laughs> Well, fine. If they're not going to do Simpsons and Aliens and Marvel, then I want them to do uh, that one that had um, uh, where, where the guy got the computer put into his brain. The computer wore tennis shoes. <laughs> yes, yeah. I want that. Get into the computer wore tennis shoes world. They should just do that one. <laughs> and the big shaggy dog, like all of those like yes. weird sixties movies, live action movies. Yes, I. And I absolutely Mary Poppins, right? Like, <laughs> they definitely should do a Mary Poppins. Oh yeah, they should one. do a Mary Poppins. Well, and a, and like a Chitty Chitty Bang Bang, uh, <laughs> and that one with like the cat that was an alien and it had like that collar and it was magic. I don't know what I don't know what uh, that is. I don't remember that one, but I, I'm pretty sure that was a Disney movie. Uh, and then there was the one, I think Escape to Witch Mountain was also a Disney movie. Also about aliens. Yeah. yeah. Maybe that, I was thinking maybe that one was the one with the cat collar you're talking about, but I don't know. No, it was a different one. The cat was the alien, I think. Okay. I mean, I don't remember who the alien, oh, the children were the aliens, the weren't they? Outer, okay, the cat from outer space, that's what it was. <laughs> that's it. That's really on the nose. That's it. Well, I mean, they didn't have very clever names for the movies back then. I mean, Big Shaggy Dog. There you go. That's yeah. it. He's a dog. He's big. He's shaggy. But he's actually go. a dog. human. What was right. that actor's name? 
Uh, he was in like a ton of stuff. <laughs> uh huh. Now, is that technically a werewolf, Big Shaggy Dog? Uh, I don't think so. I don't think I don't think so. That like lycanthropes have sort of that like in between form, right? Yeah, it is sort of a uh yeah on hind legs kind of. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> I feel like like I feel like you have to be able, like you can go fully into the dog form, but I think if you don't have like that form in between, that would be like John Candy as Mog, uh-huh. uh, as Barf Barf the Mog. Like if you don't have that form that's in between, I don't think you're a true lycanthrope. I think you're just you're just in some kind of like Lady Hawk situation. <laughs> okay. Yeah. It's a different kind of curse. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Yeah. You can you can eat all the silver you want. Uh, eat all the silver. Well, uh do you want to talk about Space Coke? Wait, this isn't Space Coke. This is Digital Coke. Um Space Coke's a different flavor. <laughs> space Coke. Yeah, there's a there's a flavor of Coke that's space. Uh I don't know if it's still out, but that existed. Is it like zero degrees Kelvin? Is it just like meant to be served as like frozen plasma? No, it uh, was supposed to taste like space. Is it like a, is it like a, a vacuum? Does it like suck your body into the can when you open it? Uh, when you drink it, your blood boils. No, I, I don't, I think, uh, I don't know what it was actually tasted like. But no, what this this what I've got here though this is uh makes the intangible taste of pixel tangible is what it says. Bite. Yeah, I think Coke. What I think what Coke is trying to do is take these untastable concepts and just to make arbitrary flavors and go like. I don't know. You know, this tastes like shame, yeah. you know. Here, here's pride. Yeah. It's it's got extra I don't know, clove or something in it. Sure. Yeah. Oh god. Wait, is that June? Is that Pride month? Cuz that's that's when Coke Pride comes out. <laughs> uh I think so. I don't know. Every 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 area seems to have its own time to celebrate Pride, so I I can't remember. I think I think March was supposed to be like was like the official month of it. Oh, March? I didn't see any like banners or anything. Yeah, because Dallas, like the Dallas, uh, Texas area, does it in a different time. Oh, okay. <laughs> Maybe that's why I think it's June. Yeah, but I mean, I, I feel like you would have at least maybe seen some like pandering cookies in the grocery store or something. Maybe. Well, yeah, and this is when I'm expecting Coke that tastes of pride to come out around then. Uh-huh, sure. Yeah. Anyway, this stuff tastes like Pixel, uh, so I don't know what that is. I, I, that's why I asked if this is what the Tron water tastes like. Remember that when they were drinking water yes, in Tron, the glowing water yeah, out of their back yeah. discs, and it was it was kind of like I, I assume Tron water tastes like Energon, which is like also that like nondescript kind of glowing food that Transformers eat. Yeah. Oh yeah, but that's in bricks. Well, I guess it's in in its refined form. Sometimes, it's in sometimes it's in bricks, but sometimes they pour it like a liquid into the brick. And sometimes it gets beamed into the brick. And sometimes they just hold a brick over a waterfall and it fills it up. But, like, they totally, like, like absorb it or drink it. Yeah. Out of the, out of the cube. Yeah. So it is some kind of... Yeah, it's probably like Tron water. Yeah. Yes, Tron water is energized. That's up. It's the same. Well, I don't know what Coke's up to. 
I think I, I don't know. Maybe maybe they're just coming up with abstract flavors so they can just not have to try and make something that tastes like. I think that's it. I think they ran out of real flavors to try to get people to drink, and now they're just like, yeah, I don't know. Throw like, some look. I know it's chemical water. You know it's chemical water. But we can't just say it's chemical water and just have, like, chemical flavor number seven and give that to you. We've got to come up with some flavor. Yeah. So this flavor is a robot's anus. Here you go. <laughs> See, Well, but that would taste like Energon. <laughs> sure. Yeah. yeah. The... Yeah, it, <laughs> they'll they'll be like they'll be like all those flavors of things from the good place of like oh this is the flavor of watching a YouTube video that makes you kind of sad and then and then disliking it. You think it's just like a a guy, you know, a guy at Coke is just making like trying to make things taste like other things, and then he's just <laughs> he like takes a sip and he goes, I don't know, is this anything? And then they, like, then they just well, like, it's not plum. That's what we asked for. <laughs> they got, yeah, they got a flavorologist who's not actually good at making things taste like stuff. Like they lost the guy who could make something taste like cherry flavored something or lime flavored something, and now they've got a guy and he's just like, I don't know. That guy quit. Now I'm in this role, and here we here we go. Here we go. I'm gonna try to make. Uh, I'm gonna try to make pomegranate flavored coke and it tastes like it tastes kind of like shoes so <laughs> why doesn't this taste like pomegranate well you didn't let me use any pomegranate because that's expensive <laughs> <laughs> all you gave me was corn syrup and red number five to create a flavor yeah <laughs> so what i did is i kept adding red number five until it stopped tasting like corn syrup. And here we are. <laughs> Pomegranate. I... <laughs> yes. Yeah. And then they go, no, that's space. That tastes <laughs> like space now. And then he just, he just hands the, he hands his, you know, he hands his failures over to the marketing department and he goes, do something. <laughs> you have to sell this. We've got gallons of it. Gallons. We've got five gallons of it. <laughs> you gotta make a whole market around it. Yeah. It's select batch. <laughs> Such, this is our small batch Coke. It's our, it's our Coke NFT. Ah. <laughs> That'll be a flavor. It'll just be NFT. NFT. Hmm. <laughs> yes. I can't taste any fungibility in this. <laughs> yes, I paid good money for this. And now I'm stuck with this flavor. And it does make me feel bad for owning it. So it is very much tasting like an NFT. <laughs> One can. $50,000. Yes. And then they're all bought by that guy that bought the Wu-Tang Clan album. Oh, man. I, I saw another's, another news story about NF, NFTs, and, or, well, the, the Ethereum market in general, which is what NFTs are tied to. Uh, but the... <laughs> so there's this whole system about... Uh, oh, God. Because it's like not regulated by anything they still have a regulation committee right but it's based on who how uh you have to have vote tokens that also cost ethereum and in order to have vote tokens you you know you have to have enough ethereum to buy vote tokens so you can vote and use more than one token for a vote but obviously it favors the rich, right? So the rich people can vote to do to do things more reliably than anybody else, just so like is, the real this world. Is, so this, so is, this is like this is like a, a libertarian sort of government, is what it sounds like. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> or America. <laughs> uh, so 
Yeah, so you can put in more votes because you own more vote tokens. And what this what this group did was they voted, they proposed a vote, and then they voted to have all the money. And they won because they had more money. Uh-huh. <laughs> and so all of this stuff just like 185 million in crypto just got transferred to their account because they were like, I vote to do this. And I have all the votes, so I say it's okay. <laughs> so stupid. That's a system that makes total sense. <laughs> and the, yeah. And like, this is what people are like, yeah, man, this is the future of, of money. And this is in ownership. And I'm like, what a nightmare. What a nightmare where, <laughs> you know, it, all it takes is, is the richest person to go. Now I get all the money because I say I do. And then now they have it. <laughs> Good job, guys. You invented a perfect system. Yeah. Oh, boy. Okay. Well, that puts us at an hour. And once again, we talked about NFTs. Uh, uh, I think we talked about a video game. Yeah. We talked about two or three. Okay. Well, we did our job then. Yeah. Oh, you haven't watched the Batman yet, have you? Because it's on HBO I did. Now. I finally oh, watched did? it. Yes. Oh. Also, what was up with the music to that show? Because it was really trying to be the Emperor's March, but it wasn't. It like kept making you think it was going to be the Darth Vader would show up, and then he didn't show up. Oh, the like, uh, like, the like five note kind of theme for Batman. Yeah, it was like dun 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 dun. And then, like, I'm in my head, I'm like, dun, da, 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 da. But then, like, they just go, dun, 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 dun. And it's just like, ugh. No. Finish the song. Make Darth Vader show up. Um, I want to say that is the, that is the opening chords to this. Is it a Nirvana song? But anyway, the uh, the idea. So I actually listened to a podcast about the music for that, and the idea was that because Batman sort thematically is about obsession over you know uh, his duty to do crime fighting stuff, that that is and like the escalating intensity of that that riff is like that's the song in his head that is like stuck on repeat. That is, is is part of his obsession. And so that's the, uh, anyway, that's that. Okay. Well, whatever they said in the podcast, tell them they're wrong. And it's Darth Vader song. (laughs) I'm going to, okay. After this, I'm going to listen to that song and, and you'll never not hear it ever again. Now that you've, now that I've told you that. Uh, Okay. So what do you uh, what do you wanna call this episode? Never trust JJ Abrams, obviously. Uh, yeah, that's true. Okay. Never trust JJ Abrams. That's accurate. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>